Welcome into the DNBR Rams podcast presented as always by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Download the app and use the promo code DNBR when you sign up. All right, y'all, we are going to talk a little bit of hoops here in the beginning, going to do an intro on McKenna Hofschild, who recently surpassed 1,000 career points. One of my favorite CSU basketball players of all time. She is a bucket. Going to get into that CSU-CU matchup a little bit more. I picked Jake Schwanitz's brain a little bit on that one, but I'm going to give you kind of more of my thoughts and analysis on it, at least going in. And then I'm going to wrap up just with a couple of transfers for you guys to keep your eyes on. Uh, this will be football. But I'll just throw out some FBS names that, you know, you guys should just maybe, you know, monitor on Twitter, all that fun stuff. We know how all of this goes. I'll talk about that at the end. Going to be a loaded pod, going to be a fun one. Real quick, before we get into that, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is my go-to when betting on the NFL this holiday season. I love the endless options, whether it's same-game parlays. Uh, I like that they have easy and fast payouts, but player props, it's it's just, it's fun. It's versatile. They offer more than anybody on the market. And what's cool is right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win. And if they do, they're going to get $150 in free bets. Check it out, though. They're not just hooking up the newbies. You know, right now, everyone can get up to 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlay. All you got to do is go to the app, place the same game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, player props, point totals, and more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code DNVR. Place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code DNVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Cool, 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 cool. So I wanted to start the pod by shouting out CSU Women's Basketball. They have won the last two games decisively. They beat Western Michigan by 20 on the third. And then on the sixth, they beat down DU 85-54 to at Moby. The Rams now 5-0 and at home, 6-3 and overall. Very well could be undefeated right now. They lost a tough one in Starkville to Mississippi State back in November and then they lost a really tight one, 74-73 to to Auburn uh, out at that Las Vegas Invitational, which uh, really ended up being a disaster. There was an Auburn player that was injured. She was like on the floor for 30 minutes. Um, the, the lack of just planning by this, this tournament and the fact that they were playing in a freaking ballroom, it was embarrassing. Not putting any blame on CSU for that at all, I guarantee you. If they knew that's what it was going to be like, they, they wouldn't have done it. And it's unfortunate, too, because they had some really good teams in there. You know, it was an opportunity to, to elevate the game. But, you know, those organizers, they just dropped the ball. Uh, anyways, that was a whole side tangent. After that, they lost a, a heartbreaking triple overtime game in Greeley. So, I mean, they really are just, you know, a couple of plays away from being 9-0 and right now. They're a deep team, and they have a lot of people contributing, which is really cool. Five different players currently averaging double-digit scoring. Uh, Mech, Boyd, Crocker, Thurman, and Hofschild. Vaz and, and, you know, Callie Clark, they've been really effective on the glass. The reason I'm, I'm starting with all this is I do just want to make it clear that genuinely this is a very talented team with a lot of, you know, a lot of players performing really well. I think the Rams are a dark horse to potentially win the conference, although there are going to be, you know, a couple of really talented teams. 
But McKenna Hofshield is just on another level right now. Surpassed 1,000 career points in the win over DU. She had a... <laughs> She had one play in particular in that game that I really wanted to highlight just because it had me thinking, what the hell are you supposed to do with her? They tried to trap her off the inbound doing a full court press. You know, they tried to trap her with a double team in the corner. But she's so quick and smooth and she uses space, you know, so perfectly. She was able to throw like a little reverse spin, stay in bounds because, you know, you're tight on the sideline there. And then just go up the court with nobody in front of her, you know, not a defender even in the picture, you know, comes to a stop, you know, a a jump stop about a step in from the free throw line, throws up a little one-handed floater, nothing but net. She's just surgical out there. She picks apart opposing defenses. She always makes the right play. She has the second best assist to turnover ratio in the entire country. I mean, her entry passes are absurd, especially because usually... You know, there's a taller defender in front of her. When she puts it on the floor, almost nobody can keep up with her. And she has a sick handle on top of that. Watching Hofschild is like watching a, a truly elite point guard in the NBA. And I feel like there's fewer and fewer of these in the game today. But, you know, a, a Jason Kidd or a Steve Nash. I feel like Steve Nash is a more apt comparison just with uh, the, the styles in which they play. You know, smaller players, quicker but always two steps ahead of their defenders. And there's just really not much that opposing defenses can do. I mean, she's shooting 61% from the floor, 60% from three, 19.3 points per game, also dishing out eight and a half assists. So she's scoring and she's creating for everyone else on the floor at the same time. She doesn't turn the ball over. So basically, good luck. Because she's just she's going to give you a bucket every single night. If you haven't had a chance to watch Hofschild and, and this team as a whole, they are really fun and they can really put points on the board in a hurry and they share the basketball and they can just bury you. Check it out. You know, undefeated at home. They're a lot of fun to watch at Moby. The streams are free, you know, on the Mountain West Network if you're unavailable to, to make it up to Fort Collins. And I understand that, you know, weeknights, it's, it's tough. But next up, CSU will host San Francisco on Saturday, 1 p.m. Mountain Time. Again, that is available on the Mountain West Network. If you like watching, you know, team-first basketball, you know, quality point guard play, tune into the Rams. I promise you, you will not regret it. All right, let's move on. Let's talk a little men's hoops. Let's talk about this game against CU. Hopefully, you're able to make it to Boulder. You know, need to see as much green as possible in the stands. If you're not, though, and you're watching at home, there's no better way to do it than with an ice-cold Breckenridge brew in hand. Kicking back, got the game on, ESPN2. You know, nobody has been doing it better than Breck. They have been doing it for 32 years, and it all comes down to their love and passion for making good beer. It's made with 100% renewable energy. I love that. You know, try out some of our, our favorites. I love Christmas ale. You can get it in the cool mini keg. It's a lot of fun. You know, great thing to bring to a holiday party. I'm a big, big fan of the Fun Slinger, which is their new collab with Never Summer. It's got a sick design, but it's just a really crushable beer. Perfect if you're on the slopes. I personally never get tired of the Mountain Beach, even in the winter. You know, you can have a little bit of sour in the winter, mix it up, especially if you're drinking, you know, I don't know, some like whiskey or something around the fire, you know, maybe, maybe keep it light every now and then. But if you need a Christmas idea, what's really cool is you can enter your favorite beer lover into Breck's Niceless Sweepstakes at breckbrew.com 
search nice lists, and get an opportunity for them to win some cool stuff. Check out the beer locator at breckbrew.com to find a Breck Brew near you. They are the shit. As is Game Time, the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. Have you ever dreamed of sitting in a seat you never thought you could? 50-yard line, maybe courtside behind home plate? It's possible with the Game Time app. The biggest last-minute price drops can be found on the seats you never thought you could buy. You're not going to find a better deal this season on Rams tickets, Broncos tickets, you name it, than you will with Game Time. It was created by the fans for the fans, and they guarantee the lowest price. If you love DNVR, then you'll love Game Time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. Join over 15 million people who have downloaded the Game Time app. Score the best seats to all your favorite events. All right, y'all. Let's talk about this matchup with CU. First off, I want to say, I think I said this was the 55th all-time meeting. That's wrong. I got that on basketball reference. They were not even close. 130th all-time meeting, according to CSU. And the Rams are 9-54 and in games played in Boulder. So traditionally a tough spot for them. Uh, that said, I've been in Boulder for three of those wins, so I guess that's why it has uh, warped my perception. I also said that it feels like CSU plays better in Boulder. Historically, that's not the case. The last decade or so, it, it has been kind of a weird dynamic. Scouting this Buffs team, you know, they're athletic, but they're really streaky. And they're also incredibly sloppy at times. They turn the basketball over a ton. And because of that, you know, it can hopefully lead to some points the other way, some opportunities in transition. The Rams have done a really good job of not turning the basketball over, only 10 uh, total over the last two games. So definitely want to see that continue, you know, the same heady play, uh, particularly you know, when you're sharing the basketball well, they had 20 assists in that lost UNC. It's the fourth time this year that they've had that as a team. That's phenomenal. As we all know, though, it wasn't offense that was the issue in that game against UNC. The Rams just got absolutely worked in the paint, and they got their butts kicked on the glass. And that's kind of concerning because CU is one of the better offensive rebounding teams in the country. It's going to take a collective effort by CSU. They're going to have to be really active. You know, you need to be aware of guys crashing in from the perimeter. You got to box out. You know, positioning is huge. Effort is huge. That's really, you know, rebounding and defense largely comes down to effort. Sometimes you can, you know, play your butt off and, you know, do everything right in theory and a better player still makes a play or, you know, somebody just does something really athletic. But if you give 100% effort and your positioning is correct over, you know, the totality of a 40-minute game, it's going to play out in your favor. Just with the way that CU plays and, and kind of the, the way that they crash the glass, CSU doesn't really crash the glass as a team. They more get back defensively. You know, they're going to get some. But again, you know, going back to the, the idea of creating some opportunities in, in transition and getting out in the fast break, you can do that if you create turnovers. You can also do that if you just rebound well because they're going to be scrambling. You know, they're trying to get back while you're on the attack and you have a point guard in Isaiah Stevens or Tavy Jackson when he's on the floor that can, you know, really get up the floor in a hurry, can get to the hoop, can hit a spot up jumper, can facilitate for others. It can create some opportunities, you know, where the Rams are in an advantageous position to score, you know, to attack the defense, especially while they're, you know, before they're able to get set, I should say. If you do the little things defensively, if you rebound, if you get out in transition, and then offensively you just play your game, do what you've done well all year long, share the basketball, play inside out, 
you can wear down this CU team. They get in their heads really easily. But, you know, conversely, the other way, if you let them get off to a hot start in front of their home fans, they start feeling themselves. That can be a recipe for disaster. And we saw that with Greeley. They weren't playing in front of their home fans, obviously. But when it just comes to, you know, letting a streaky team getting going and, you know, letting them start to feel themselves. This CU team, you know, without Evan Batty, they don't have the experience or the leadership that that UNC team had. And again, so I come back to, like, if you do the right things, I think you can get this kind of young team to to crumble if you do the right stuff. But you do definitely need to look after KJ Simpson, their sophomore guard, uh, their most dangerous player. A lot of the times, you know, he he's looking to score off the pass. He does typically advance the ball up the up the court, but, you know, a lot of times if he doesn't, you know, pull up or something like that, he'll dump it off to somebody at the top of the key, you know, run around a little bit, get set up, you know, kind of Steph-esque, and he likes to sh- he likes to shoot off the pass. He's a good athlete. He's got a nice-looking jump shot. He can get to the hoop as well. Um, he- he's somewhat predictable at times, and I do think with the right, you know, defensive game plan, you can kind of limit his impact. Keep a hand in his face, you know, don't let him drive down the baseline. But that too, you know, comes down to positioning and effort because he's quick, man. He's not indecisive. When they pass him that ball, he's putting it up or he's putting it on the floor and he's getting to the hoop. And if you're a step late, you know, you're going to be in trouble. Outside of Simpson, I mean, you worry about, you know, De Silva maybe hurting you down low in the paint, especially with how poorly CSU defended the paint against UNC. He's, you know, a bit up and down as well. Ultimately, I like CSU's chances in this one, especially with Isaiah Stevens back. I just like the experience that the Rams have in these types of games. I think they'll be hungry to put a better performance on the court. They've always responded well under Medved in the past. I mean, very rarely have you seen them have a a two, three game stretch outside of, you know, maybe where there's injuries, you know, where the, the Rams really look bad for more than one game in a row. I think this is a good bounce-back opportunity, a great chance for CSU to put a quality road win on the resume and just get back on track before an important stretch. Uh, They'll close out the home portion of the non-conference slate against Peru State on Sunday. That game is at the same time as the Broncos. I would much rather watch CSU basketball. I'm going to record the Broncos game, watch it late at night, and probably be miserable (laughs) every second of it. But uh, looking forward to being back in Moby. Uh, assuming everything is okay uh, health-wise. Looking forward to being in Boulder for this game as well. It's been a really long couple of weeks um, getting bounced from doctor to doctor and essentially having them all shrug and go, I don't know, is definitely, it's just tiring. It's definitely tiring, but looking forward to trying to get back to as normal of a schedule as I can here. Uh, Still got some stuff I'm going to have to take care of. Got another appointment next week with a different specialist, but I guess that's life sometimes. I'm sure many of you have have been in this exact same position. All right, before we wrap this show up, I did just want to end with a couple of minutes talking about some FBS transfers to keep your eye on. CSU has been very active when it comes to recruiting both the high school level, uh, the transfer portal, a lot of FCS guys, a lot of JUCO guys. But I did want to highlight just some FBS players that you know Ram fans should keep their eye on whether that's they've posted or have a reported offer from CSU, or if I have uh, some inside information on a couple of these guys. But uh, let's start with 
Adrian Jackson, inside linebacker, uh, formerly of Oregon, did not play this year. He actually started his career all the way back in 2018, made a few starts for the Ducks, was really promising. He, of course, played uh, at Mullen High School with Ajon Vivens and Marcus McElroy. Unfortunately, his career has been impacted by injuries. You know, maybe he could come home and, and make an impact at CSU. I think that'd be a really cool story. I have heard the staff has been active in pursuing him. But I always love the possibility of adding a veteran on defense. I mean, they've already got Mo Kamara coming back. We'll see what happens uh, with Chigose and Nuzium. That would be huge. But if they could get, you know, another veteran, a guy who's played, obviously, you know, probably not the same guy he was five years ago. But I do think he could still be impactful in the Mountain West. Speaking of Mountain West, a couple of Mountain West players to keep your eyes on. Wide receiver Kyle Williams from UNLV. He was the 2020 Mountain West Freshman of the Year over the last three seasons, has 117 catches, 1,600 yards, and nine touchdowns. He was absolutely balling in the first half of the season, had a really good uh, rapport with Doug Brumfield. Unfortunately, once Brumfield went down, uh, UNLV's offense kind of sputtered. Rebels ended up finishing 5-7 and seven after you know really looking like they would be a lock to make a bowl at one point in the season. UNLV ultimately fired uh, Marcus Arroyo, their head coach, and so Williams has entered the portal. He's being pursued, you know, by everybody in the Mountain West, all the big programs, Fresno State, San Jose State. You know, why wouldn't you? He is a stud, but man, he would be a perfect fit in this offense. That's who UNLV often used to stretch the field vertically. You know, a great, you know, big athletic receiver, exactly what Norvell likes. He was recruited by Norvell out of high school, also had an offer from CSU out of high school. And man, you know, the, the possibility of running a trio out of Justice Ross Simmons, Kyle Williams, and Tory Horton, whew, dangerous, dangerous. Brief little side tangent. I don't understand why UNLV fired Arroyo to overpay Barry Odom. I mean, Missouri was competitive under him. He was a 500 coach in the SEC. But I, I don't understand that at all. I really feel like, you know, UNLV was making you know, tangible progress. They were on an upward trajectory and they just, they didn't show any patience. And it's like, it's not, UNLV doesn't have any standards. They made two bowl games this century. Feels like a rash move by a new AD trying to make a splash. And I think it's one that UNLV will regret. We see it happen pretty often. And I think, you know, when programs have a little bit more patience, especially in those scenarios, it, it tends to, to pay off. Uh, another Mountain West guy to keep your eye on, offensive tackle Aaron Frost from Nevada. Two-time second-team All-Mountain West selection, played in 42 games for Norvell between 2018 and 2021, was a preseason all-conference pick. He originally stayed at Nevada, you know, was not one of the guys that defected, got hurt in camp, missed the entire season. It would be huge, absolutely huge, if CSU could get him to come over Play left tackle, you can move Gardner back to center. Gardner's really effective as a left tackle, but I think he has an NFL future as a center, and that's kind of why the staff, you know, would like to get him back in that position. One to, you know, further, you know, shore the offensive line, but also just to do right by him, you know, put him in a position to impress NFL scouts. We'll see on that one. And there's a couple of of Nevada guys I think could potentially be in the mix, you know, DB. Uh, Jojo Claiborne, another offensive lineman as well. But Aaron Frost especially would be big. Get him to come over for one more year. You know, just 
provide that stable presence at left tackle would be huge. Uh, a couple of uh, other guys to keep your eyes on. Safety Jackson Turner out of Arizona had 79 tackles, a pair of picks, and a couple of forced fumbles this year. Really athletic. I know the staff is targeting him. I imagine he's going to have you know, pretty decent interest all over the country, but he would be huge in this defense. Can never have too much depth in the secondary. That is for sure. And Freddie Banks has a habit of really bringing the best out of these type of players. Uh, finally, we've got a couple of quarterbacks. You may be surprised to hear this, but I have heard that CSU is pretty active in, in recruiting uh, a veteran quarterback. Obviously, they're going after Jackson Brousseau to be a freshman in this class, but I think they want to find somebody to, you know, really push Clay Millen. Just said that, you know, you can never have too much depth in the secondary. You certainly can never have too much depth at quarterback. I mean, it's essentially what Ohio State does. They're like, we're just going to bring in as many five-star guys as, as possible, and whoever pans out, pans out. And obviously, sometimes somebody transfers out and ends up being a Joe Burrow, but as long as you're consistent with that approach, you know, having guys to really push each other is good. Um, one guy I've heard the staff really likes is Mikey Keane. He was the UCF starter in 2021, put up good numbers, lost his job this past season. He has a good arm, you know, confident, will throw into tight windows. You love that. He can throw with precision and timing. Would be interesting to see, you know, what a quarterback competition between him and Millen would look like. The other guy to keep an eye on is Graham Mertz from Wisconsin. I haven't heard as much as far as CSU staff on him. He has reportedly heard from CSU, played a ton of football for the Badgers over the years, would be a, a different fit. I mean, he doesn't have the, the biggest arm in the world from, from my experience. I'll have to get Eddie Hers, my good friend who used to cover CSU for the Loveland Reporter Herald on. He is a diehard Wisconsin fan. Uh, nobody would have the, uh, the inside edge more than him, but just a couple of guys to keep your eye on. So, there's some names. I mean, obviously, they're actively recruiting. This is a thing that's going to change each and every day. You know, we could list 100 names. But I felt these were six of the more intriguing ones to, to keep an eye on. Just kind of recapping, we can go through it uh, real quick. Linebacker Adrian Jackson from Oregon. He's a local kid. Uh, Kyle Williams from UNLV. Aaron Frost, offensive tackle from Nevada. Jackson Turner, safety at Arizona. Quarterback Mikey Keene from Central Florida. And then quarterback Graham Mertz out of Wisconsin. All right, y'all, that's all I have for this one. I'll have a post-game pod following the CU game. We'll have written content as well. Going to have all kinds of more recruiting stuff coming out in the next couple of weeks. This is the fun time of year if you are a college football junkie. Sometimes I wonder if college football fans enjoy the offseason more than the season itself because when the, the season itself comes around, reality sets in, you know, like you you oftentimes realize, oh, this team is not what we thought they could be. They're not quite as good. But in the offseason, you know, you have the the possibilities are endless. It's why not us? You know, why can't we make that jump next year? And that's what makes this whole thing fun. Anyways, shout out to the presenting sponsors, DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app. Use the promo code DNVR when you sign up. Shout out to all of you. Hope everybody is having uh, a better less stressful month than the one that I've had so far, but I am looking forward to the holiday season. I uh, you know, always love being around family. I know it can be tough for some of you out there. Uh, if it is, know you've got a community in us, in DNVR Rams, in the CSU Rams community. You know, we are all 
we just all look after each other and i think that's really cool anyways much love shout out to all of you peace <laughs>